Welcome to the celebration of the Nativity of the Lord. We will be using the readings of the Mass at dawn, which includes Luke's telling of the Nativity and the visit of the shepherds to the manger. Luke tells us that after hearing the shepherds, Mary treasured and pondered their words in her heart. The time between Christmas and New Year's is one where we gather together as a community, and it offers us an opportunity to ponder the year that has just gone by and to look forward. 2021 was another year of uncertainty for many. One constant during these difficult times has been the daily and Sunday TV Mass. On behalf of all of us at the National Catholic Broadcasting Council, I would like to extend our best wishes to you and your family for a blessed Christmas and a peace-filled New Year. We are grateful for the ongoing support and kindness of our sponsors, monthly and one-time donors, who make it possible for us to join together for this sacred devotion that is the daily and the Sunday TV Mass. I would also like to extend our appreciation to the Archdiocese of Toronto for sponsoring this Christmas TV Mass, which will be viewed by hundreds of thousands of the faithful across Canada and around the world. We would also like to acknowledge all of you who make up the daily TV Mass community. Perhaps the most important aspect of gathering as a community is that we all participate together in our ministry of prayer. A powerful example of how much our community believes in the power of intercessory prayer took place throughout the month of November. For 30 days, we prayed as a community for the repose of the souls of over 30,000 names listed in our Book of Remembrance. We also remembered those in purgatory who had no one else to pray for them. As we look forward to a new year, it is hard to say what the new normal will look like. Through the grace of our God and with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we take comfort in knowing that we will be able to gather together each day in 2022 as a community of prayer to remember Jesus in the Mass, which is the very mystery at the center of our salvation. I now invite you to join Father John Berteo and the Daily TV Mass Choir as we begin our celebration of the Nativity of the Lord by singing, O come, all ye faithful. God bless. The National Catholic Broadcasting Council invites you to join us for this special Christmas Day celebration of Daily Mass.
made it. Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us for the solemn celebration of celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we begin our celebration with a sign of our salvation in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us prepare ourselves, spiritually speaking, to celebrate this wonderful mystery of the incarnation of Jesus Christ amongst us. And to do that in a proper manner, I ask you to please join me when you humbly admit that we have sinned and ask for forgiveness as together we say, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary of the Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life.
Let us pray. Grant, we pray, almighty God, that we who are bathed in the new radiance of your incarnate word, the light of faith, which illumines our minds, may also shine through in our deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord has proclaimed to the end of the earth. Say to daughter Zion, See, your salvation comes. His reward is with him, and his recompense before him. They shall be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And you shall be called South Out, a city not forsaken. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. the 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to Titus. When the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy, through the water of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. This Spirit he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that, having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all of these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. The Gospel of the Lord. This beautiful gospel that Deacon Mike just proclaimed to us, it encourages us to, uh, to pray. Everything encourages us to pray, but in particular, this Gospel of Luke. It encourages us to pray and be very, very focused in a special way. And I, I talked about this before, that one of the ways that my favorite ways of, of, of praying, and especially over the Gospel readings such as this one, to use the St. Ignatius method of prayer, to place ourselves in that location. Yeah, it's hard to go back on your mind 2,000 years ago when you weren't there, but yet, when you read these, the passage two or three times over, open it, read it with an open heart and an open mind. In this passage, Luke 
tells us to imagine, and I'm suggesting it, to imagine that you're there. You're there with no cell phones, no selfies, no paparazzi, no commotion other than maybe the rustling of animals, maybe even animals that probably don't smell very good. And the shepherds arrive unexpectedly and they encounter the most beautiful, the most amazing, imaginable sight. They encounter that they didn't really know very much yet, but they encountered God. God in the form of a helpless, humble, little baby. Not an ordinary baby. This baby is different. This baby is very, very unique. This baby has a glow that no human eye can see. No human explanation can suffice. Only the contrite, humble, and simple heart. See, the simple shepherds, they were touched, as we heard, by angels, by the angels of God, and their lives changed forever. So much so that they abandoned their livelihood. They abandoned the sheep that relied on them for safety and for guidance and everything else. As St. Luke records, and I quote, go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. And then the encounter. The encounter that we all want to have. I do, and I'm sure you do too, in a very, very special way. The encounter with Jesus. How special an encounter. The shepherds, they went out afterwards, out to the villages, to the surrounding villages, to the surrounding people, everyone they came across. And they wanted to tell them the good news of what they experienced and who they had seen. seen they had seen the Savior, Jesus Christ, as a little baby. Now, perhaps as we continue our imagination, our vision, the people who heard the shepherds' news were probably saying, as Saint Ambrose has reflected, the shepherds hasten because they are full of joy and eager to see, eager to see and proclaim the Savior to others. And he continues, no one, no one, seeks Christ half-heartedly. Do it all the way, not just half the way. The shepherds, they, of course, as I'm sure you've heard, they've led quiet, solitary lives, moving along with the rhythms of the world around them. No pasture here, moving to the next one, and so on, and so on. Their vigilance protected the flocks. However, the sudden appearance of the angels, they would have been well, a really beautiful heavenly sight to behold. As I have heard it say, once you have been touched by an angel, nothing, nothing, no one could ever stand in your way of proclaiming Jesus the Christ. And yet, my dear friends in Christ, in those days, even today, unfortunately, even today, 
We find it difficult when we hear a life-changing event. As an example, you've probably have heard of it, I'm sure none of us were there, the dancing sun in Fatima, Portugal in 1917. No human ingenuity, no matter what, could have reproduced what had happened in that day in the Cova da Iria at the request of Jacinta, the, one of the seers. The dancing sound that people could not understand were actually afraid. They did not expect that such a thing would ever happen. In Judea, those people who heard the shepherd's message they might have also thought that their testimony, the shepherd's testimony, was with so great, so heartfelt, with so much enthusiasm that, well, even they, as people were saying, could not make up such an incredible story. And many believed the great news. Indeed, very good news. In fact, that is what the word gospel means, good news. Jesus, Jesus and his birth in Bethlehem fulfilled the prophecy that the Messiah would descend from the house of David and be born of David's city, Bethlehem. The good news for all humanity of all times, even us right now, over 2,000 years later, what wonderful news. St. Luke's Gospel reminds us that the first to hear the good news of the Savior's birth were not rulers, leaders, religious people, powerful, influential people, the most educated, the most clean and well-dressed ones, but those who were of great humble, humble heart and simplicity. Let's return to our imaginary passage, our presence in that beautiful place and time in history. So here you are. Here you are gazing that, with that beautiful heavenly on sight, a sight, again, that you can't explain. We can't even duplicate with our nativity set. You see Jesus, Mary, and Joseph surrounded by animals that don't smell very good, as I said at the beginning, yet no one complained. They just took it all in. Then, as you're still watching, as you're still participating from the side, when all of a sudden these strange men walk in, perhaps the shepherds, that is, with dirty clothes, smelling of sheep, maybe bare feet, and they too have that special, special glow as they can't describe it one way. They have a glow, why? Because of that encounter with the angels of God and proclaiming to them, go, go in haste and see what has happened. They come, as I said, in great peace and humility, so key for us to approach the Lord. The angels first came to those who were humble and ready to receive the newborn king who was born in poverty and was now lying in a manger made for animals. What a nice way to put God in. So then, why was it necessary for the word of God, Jesus, to become one of us? 
in great poverty, in great humility. You see, my dear friends in Christ, we need a savior who could reconcile us with God. We need a savior today, more than ever. We need him in our lives so, so much. And he has come, but not only for a few, he has come for each one of us, and especially for those who proclaim him as God and Savior. So what do we need to do? We need, dear friends, less competition and more humility amongst ourselves. In who do we find that humility? In the words of Pope Francis, who stated, and I quote, Mary's life shows that great deeds are accomplished through those that are the most humble, end quote. Closer to home, I think of my own dad. Dad who worked the midnight shift for many, many decades. He would unfortunately miss more and many family dinners, invitations, and gatherings with friends so that he could sleep during the day to be awake at night. I would once in a while ask him, Dad, why don't you just take the night off and have a long weekend? His reply was, I'll take time off when I'm retired. Also, he would continue and he would tell me that my job is not just work. In the quiet night of the night, I also have the silence to pray. And he would never, ever, ever miss Sunday Mass. Christ was always first in his life, even before his family, with dad, God first, him second, mom third, and all of us after that. Jesus Christ at the center was always his great motto. <laughs> was my dad a saint? He was my dad. Let me close with a reflection for your own consideration in the days ahead. And on the topic of humility, I quote something that I learned, read from St. Teresa of, of uh, Calcutta. Humility always radiates the glory and greatness of God. How wonderful are the ways of God who use humility, smallness, helplessness, and poverty to prove his love to the world. She continues, do not be afraid to be humble, small, and helpless in order to prove your love for God. In my own words, simply be yourself. Be focused on Jesus Christ. He came for each one of us as we celebrate his birth. Let us always rejoice in great happiness and joy being his image to others in humility as the shepherds were. Merry Christmas.
Please join me in professing our faith in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered of the Pontius Pilate, and was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. My sisters and brothers in Christ, standing together in the new light of Christmas, on this Christmas celebration, let us ask God to fill the whole world with light. For those who mark the birth of Christ all over the world today, that the celebration will bring new light to their lives. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the hungry, the sick, and the homeless, and all whose loneliness seems deeper at Christmas time, that the light of Christ may brighten their lives. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our friends who have been taken from us in death, particularly those who have died since last Christmas, whom we remember now. That the peace and joy of heaven may be theirs. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God, creator of all of us, we acknowledge the truth. The system of Indian residential schools separated children from the affection of their families and from their rightful cultural inheritance. May indigenous people, many indigenous people, still hurt today. Father, send your Holy Spirit to heal and to make us more compassionate. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord for all of those listed in the daily TV Mass prayer intentions book, that this Christmas season may be one of hope and joy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord hear our prayer. And in faithful and humi- in faithful humility, let us pray for the blessings, special blessings of our Blessed Mother, as we together we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our Amen. Maker of heaven and earth, your Son is born for us. From God to, from God, to God, light from light, true God from true God. Here are the prayers that we make with confidence in the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for if you're going to receive the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Through the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ. 
who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for to you goodness have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. With humble spirit, sacrificing this sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Lord, wash away many and cleanse me from my sins. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May our offerings be worthy, we pray, O Lord, of the mysteries of the Nativity this day, that just as Christ was born a man and also shone forth, shone forth as God, so these earthly gifts make comfort on us what is divine. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is three right and just, our deed and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and eternal God. For in the mystery of the Word made flesh, a new light of your glory has done, has shone upon the eyes of our mind, so that as we recognize in him God made visible, we may be caught up through him in love of all things visible, invisible. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the wholesome powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, 
these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church, be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all those holding to the truth, hand on the, the true and, the, and apostolic faith. And all gathered here, remember, Lord, your servants. Let us pray for those who have left the church, who are looking for purpose in life, that they may find Christ through us, and for all of those that we hold special in our hearts. And all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you, for them we offer you the sacrifice of praise, as they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our Lord and God, Jesus Christ, celebrating the most sacred day on which the Blessed Virgin Immaculate, Mar Virgin, Immaculate Virgin brought forth the Savior of the, for this world, and in communion with all those whose memory venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. And blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter, Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John and Paul, Cosmos and Damians, and all your saints, as we, as we ask that through their merits and prayers in all these that we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept the salvation of our service, that of your whole family, Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the, among the flock of those that you have chosen through Christ our Lord. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that they may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven to you, O God, his Almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more, giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood 
the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the Blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ, your Son, our Lord. We, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel, the just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest, Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by your hands, by your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty so that all of us who through the participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants, those who have gone before us, parents, all family members, benefactors. Let us never forget to pray for the souls in purgatory, especially those for whom no one prays and our need of God's mercy. Who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the, in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share in the fellowship of your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints, admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord, you sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever.
At the Savior's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. With Let's pause for a moment, and if you are with someone, greet them with peace, and if you're alone, just think of someone you wish to be at peace with, that we can live for a long time in the happiness and peace of Christ. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter into my life, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ bring me to everlasting life. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, 
Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, as we honor the joyful devotion, the nativity of your Son, that we may come to know with faithfulness of faith the hidden depths of this mystery and to love them forevermore and more. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Today, very, very special day, I'd like to offer you God's very special blessing. And at the end of the strophe, please say amen.
May the God of infinite goodness, who by the incarnation of the Son has driven darkness from the world, and by the glorious birth of his illuminated most holy day, drive far from you the darkness of vice and illumine your hearts with the light of virtue. Amen. Amen. May God, who will that the great joy of his son's saving birth be announced to shepherds by the angel, fill your minds with the gladness he gives and make you heralds of his gospel. Amen. Amen. And may God, who by the incarnation brought together the earthly and heavenly realm, fill you with the gift of his peace and favor and make you shares with the church in heaven. Amen. Amen. And may the blessing of mighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. 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 Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God.